everyone, welcome to the Nutrinorms podcast, a podcast that showcases the impact of nutrition and dietetics in Malaysia. Through insightful conversations with various dietitians and experts, we hope to inspire and educate you. My name is Shane, and in today's episode, we are kickstarting our series called Dietitians at Work, a series where we showcase dietitians in Malaysia who are in different expertise and areas of interest. I'm very excited today because I'm joined by a dietitian who I have been very intrigued by for quite a while now, and she is none other than Adele Wong, founder of Nutrition Track. So Adele is a private practice dietitian who founded her own business in 2018. Nutrition Track has recently extended to focus on women's health to help women understand their physiological and nutrition needs for fuel, performance, fertility, and overall health. As a woman with many hats, not only is she a full-time dietitian and her own boss, but she also holds professional certification as a personal trainer. And so in today's conversation, we dive deep with Adele to find out more about the birth of Nutrition Track, Nutrition Track Women, and explore what it is like being a dietitian that works closely with the community. Without further ado, let's get right into it. Hi Adele! Hey Shane, thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us. So I'm so excited to have you here and it's so great to finally be able to speak to you because we've always been chatting on Instagram and finally the day has arrived. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so before we start going into the deep deep stuff, I'm going to throw you a little ice-breaking question for our, listeners, uh, for our listeners to get to know you a little bit better, okay? It's a very simple question. Okay. Okay. So, my question is, what is your favourite breakfast food and what do you like about it? Uh, just eggs and toast. Simple. Eggs and toast? Why? Because I grew up with it and yeah, yeah it just stuck. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I kind of knew this answer so because like Adele sure. yeah. and coffee yeah. and coffee yes and coffee yes I'm sure a lot of Adele's uh, followers know that she loves eggs <laughs> because she posts it every morning and also her coffee yeah so yeah um, for me what my favourite breakfast is actually the small one rigid nasi lemak you know the little oh, packet one those. yeah not exactly the most nutritious but it's quick cheap and very delicious yeah once in a while eat in moderation Alright, okay. So thanks Adele. So we know uh, if you wanna you want to win Adele's heart, serve her eggs, toast and coffee in the morning. Okay. So <laughs> so um now uh let's dive in a little bit into you and uh why you started uh nutrition track and maybe also like how you decided to pursue dietetics. Because uh from my professional stalking I'd like to call it <laughs> I, I, I realized that um, you actually took a degree in biomedical engineering, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, and then you continued to pursue master in, master's in dietetics. Yeah. So share with us the story of how you ended up actually uh, pursuing dietetics. Yeah. Okay, sure. Um, it is a pretty long story, but I'll try to keep it short. Uh, so I always knew that I wanted a job in science and <laughs> anything to do with the human body. Uh, so after SPM, I wasn't sure exactly what I wanted to do. Uh, that's why I chose medical bioscience at Monash, which is basically everything that I like. So science and the human body. And while I was doing that, um, I started running for fun. And that carried on till I started work. So after graduating, 
I worked in a clinic first for about like two years, and mm-hmm. during that time, uh, well, long story short, I got into competitive running. Um, and I was taking part in a lot of uh, races as well, so like 10Ks, half marathons, um, and I also did one marathon. And and yeah, so during that time, I was training a lot, uh, and I noticed that even among the community, nutrition was something that was often neglected and not talked about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I personally had a lot of questions around nutrition and running and and how to fuel for performance. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, so that was when I decided, okay, maybe nutrition is something that I should go into and specialize in. So that's what I did. I decided to pursue my master's in nutrition and dietetics at the University of Sydney. And here we are. <laughs> yeah, wow, that's actually very interesting because like, uh, it's something that you actually found out like along the way, right? It's not something yep. you found out like, initially. And yeah, it's quite interesting how everyone has a different pathway to to whatever they pursue in the end. Yeah, so that's really interesting. Thank you for sharing that with us. Mm. So so now uh, now that we know like um, nutrition and dietetics was something that you sort of pursued like uh, after getting like some experience and after like being involved, um, how, did, how did nutrition track actually start? Yeah. Um, so during my master's, I knew that I wanted to run my own private practice eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm someone who is very opinionated <laughs> and I like to do, and I like to do things a certain way. Um, but I wasn't sure whether or not I wanted to start nutrition track like right away after graduating or wait uh, or oh, sorry, or work for someone first and then only start my own. Um, mm-hmm. but anyway, I ended up starting straight away when I came mm-hmm. back. Um, so yeah, so the first few things that I did was just like registering the company, getting the website done. Um, and yeah, that's how basically how Nutrition Track came about. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. So was it like a by chance thing or was it like, a, oh, I have the opportunity. Let me just take it. Yeah, I think it was kind of like a, there's an opportunity. Why not try? Um, mm. Because when I came back, I mean, I didn't have a job anyway, right? So just mm. why not just try it first? And if in the event, if it doesn't work out, at least I can go and apply for a job. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Alright, that's so interesting. Okay, so I have one more question. Why the name Nutrition Track? Is there like a meaning behind it? Uh, yeah, sort of. Um, so I remember, I remember this process very clearly. I wrote down all the words associated with like health and nutrition and food. I actually still have that list on my phone um, just for <laughs> memory's sake. And uh, so yeah, and, and while coming up with the name, I wanted the word nutrition inside so that it was clear what the company does uh, that at least it's, people know that okay this is something nutrition related and the word track actually refers to running track because I really like running um, so yeah so that's basically how it came about well that's very interesting because like I think for neutrinos as well I did the same thing I wrote down like all the words and then I was like nutrition I mean of course I have to put the word nutri inside and then I was like hmm like what else food is like biting biting is like noms like oh om noms like, oh, yeah it's noms. like a, yeah. a word play where you know you like put words together yeah yeah it's very interesting how we sort of mix match and then we're like oh that sounds nice let's go for that yeah yeah that's that's really cool yeah so like um since you're like your own boss you kind of like run your own thing you know i'm actually really curious what is like a day-to-day like for you um, wow, <laughs> that is a big question because it can be completely random, uh, but just to give you an idea, so I see clients five days a week, uh, I, I don't set the five days because I, I, I try to keep it flexible, 
but there will always be one day where I have like a rest, not counting, not counting Sunday. Um, so there'll be one other day in the week where I will rest and not schedule clients and just do like creative thinking um, and, that, and that kind of thing. Uh, so in a day, in a working, typical working day, the mornings are always for more admin type of work. So like replying client emails, talking to potential clients, scheduling sessions, working on corporate slides and talks, preparing client uh, plans, uh, catching up with research and also getting like social media content ready. So that's like the morning part. Mm-hmm. And then the second part of the day is when I actually see clients. So that is mm. uh, pretty much how it looks like in the day. But it, yeah, so that's like the structure. Uh, but what I do exactly is definitely going to change every single day. Yeah, wow. Okay, that's cool. So I guess like you sort of like adjust your time to fit whatever is like the priority and stuff. I think that takes a lot of discipline actually because like you are your own boss. You set a direction for yourself. Am I correct? That's true. It does, it does require a lot of... Uh, yeah, discipline. But the thing about it is that I really love my job. So mm-hmm. I honestly don't feel like I'm working at all. Um, mm-hmm. It's really like a fun hobby. <laughs> so yeah, so that. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I aspire to have that. Like, I hope I hope that when I graduate, I can find something I love as well. Yeah. I'm sure you will. <laughs> so like for Nutrition Track, right? So I know that you have three programs. So one is the First Step program the endurance program and also the recent one which is the rise and thrive am i correct for women's health yeah Yeah, so um i guess the first step program was the one that you released first so could you share with me like why why was that the first program that you wanted to have for nutrition track okay so that's kind of started out as not a cause like what you see um Mm -hmm. so what i realized with people is that it's not about well of course food is about Oh, sorry, about, about diet is about food, right? Um, mm-hmm. But there's so many other elements involved. So, and it's basically what we want to do is we want to build healthy habits um, mm-hmm. because we don't just want to change for the now. We want to look long term and we want to change forever. And when, and when we talk about forever, we're talking about lifestyle change and it's complete mm-hmm. lifestyle change. So, so that was what I noticed about people because people tend to like, okay, I want to go on a diet and they think about short term, like, okay, I'm going to hop on this four week diet or six week or 12 week diet. And then what happens after that is like, they go back to where they were, right? So that's, mm. um, so that's what I noticed as well. So I wanted to do something that would uh, change their habits instead mm-hmm. and not follow a diet per se, but to change like their lifestyle. So, this, so that's kind of how the first step uh, program came about. Um, mm. And initially, I ran it live, so to speak, meaning that um, it was via a Facebook group and everyone would start together. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in a year, when I started, I think I did maybe two or three times a year. So running it as a group, uh, everyone doing it together, so we're all on the Facebook group. And then um, every day, there'll be a task for them to do, an action plan. Uh, so yeah, and, and, all the, and all the things that they need to do is basically habit building. Mm-hmm. So... Um, the program has changed a lot. So initially, it was just four weeks, uh, and every week there'll be there, there's a different theme, and every single day there'll be a task to do according to whatever theme that is in that week. Uh, so yeah, so that's the gist of it. But now I've extended it to like eight weeks uh, from that. So yeah, so that's what the the program is uh, mostly about, and I, and I really I really enjoy the the community, and I know my clients who are in there. Mm-hmm. Right until this day, they are lifelong friends with other people who are in there as well, and that's really wow. and and they are from different places like Singapore and Malaysia, um and yeah and they still connect and, and it's, yeah it's just great. 
Yeah, so it seems that like um, making healthy habits was something that was very important to you and you wanted to deliver that information to like your clients, make sure that, that they have the healthy foundation that they need to make their diets more sustainable, to make the habits more sustainable. And yeah, that's really interesting. But I'm, I'm quite curious, like, um, what, are there any moments like in your life, I think as a dietitian, where you kind of, were there any moments where you kind of struggled to build like proper habits? And like from your personal experience, how, how, did, how did that help with developing that first step program you mean habits for myself yeah <laughs> um honestly speaking maybe not mm-hmm. uh for myself maybe because I've, I've always followed that way in that sense mm-hmm. um so it, it's not and i'm a person where you know if i want to do something i'll, I'll just do it <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah but i guess what what really helped me with with um knowing what to put into the program is just really talking to a lot of people and really mm-hmm. speaking to my clients and knowing where their pain points are as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also like like psychology. So mm-hmm. I do read a lot on, on the behaviors of eating uh, and the psychology of it all. Um, so yeah, so I like to dig into this thing. So I apply those concepts as well into mm-hmm. the program. Mm-hmm. Um, they, that, that, that helped form the foundation of that program. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Understanding your clients. That's the most important. Yeah. So like, um, I think recently something, I think your latest program is Nutrition Track Women. So it's focusing a lot on women's health, fertility. And yeah, I, I, then I want to ask you actually, like, why do you decide to pursue, to specialize in that? Like, how did the idea come about? And why is women's health like important to you? Good question. Um, so, so I've been running like Nutrition Track for over three years now. Uh, and mm. during this time, I've seen a lot of clients, over 600 over, I think, right now. Um, and I've given over like 100 over nutrition sessions. I've talked to a lot of people and I deal with a wide range of clients with very different goals, lifestyle needs and medical conditions as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and through that experience, uh, I do find that many women, they battle with disordered eating behaviors, poor body image, mm. uh, hormonal issues. And, and they just feel like they're not hurt sometimes, even by their health, mm-hmm. by, their, by their doctor. And, and because of that, you know, they, they, go, they go into a lot of uh, dieting and basically just, just into diet culture. Mm-hmm. Um, so just to give you an idea, 64% of my clients are actually women. Mm. Um, so yeah. And, and of course for myself, I've kind of went through that phase as well. So mm-hmm. I totally understand what my clients go through. And I also noticed that on top of that, a lot of clients, uh, or women, they don't fully understand their bodies and the menstrual cycle. So they don't really, like they know about it, of course, um, but they don't know the impact that it can have on all the other areas of their life um, and how nutrition plays a role in that as well. So, so one of the things that I'm really passionate in and working towards with Nutrition Track Women is, is by doing that, is by closing that gap. Um, and helping all women to understand their unique physiology uh, and to learn how to work um, with it instead of against it um, to achieve their best lives, basically. And, and of course, during that process, um, I came across like nutrition and genetic programming uh, during like preconception and pregnancy, which basically means that your nutrition and lifestyle during the preconception stage and pregnancy has the power to influence your child's future health. And that could mean preventing chronic diseases, 
um, like heart disease type 2 and allergies as well and that really really blew my mind and I thought to myself that this is exactly where we can make a difference because right now what I see is I'm doing all the well it's like I'm helping people who already have problems, right? Um, like, you know, they already have chronic diseases, they already have type 2 and, and all these things. But this is like, you can prevent it, um, mm-hmm. right? Giving them the best start. And so, yeah, so, so um, I, think, I think this area is also maybe not really focused on as much. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's why I decided to maybe just, just dive into this. <laughs> yeah, so it's about breaking that cycle, correct? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And like, yeah, I think I think something for our listeners to sort of like know so that like yeah, you know, nutrition isn't just about like what you eat like after you come out of your mama. Like well, yeah. It's about like your your own mom, like what she ate before. Yes. That, and, then, and their lifestyle before, before that as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it really is like like our descendants what they ate really like contributes to like who we are now and that's like really fascinating i think that's something that we don't often think about and we don't know about as well and then sometimes when we ourselves we have not the best habits we we kind of forget about like what we what we may like um put for for, put forward for our future generations yeah that's very interesting yep and um fun fact is that what we eat can affect up to three generations of women so that's pretty uh that, yeah, it's pretty wow. <laughs> it's like what you have now can affect three mm-hmm. generations um, yeah. because those, those um, changes can actually be inherited in that sense. So yeah. Yeah, well, I think that further emphasizes the, the need and importance of, of taking care of women's health actually. And like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think it's great that you, you're, bring, you're, you're creating this awareness to the public and like making it known for like women out there like, hey, you know, like be the change that, you know, you want your descendants to have as well. Yeah, so that's really interesting. I... Wow, I, I'm so amazed. I never really thought of like, because uh, like, I think from a uh, person who just like sees you on Instagram, like I didn't know there was so much depth into nutrition track women. And that's, wow, well, I actually learned a lot today. So like, wow, that's really cool. Yeah. So like, you also shared with me that like you have a lot of like clients, right? Because I'm sure you have like male clients, female clients. But I want to know, because like you're your own boss. I'm sure like you've experienced like so many people. It's been like, your business was since 2017, right? Now it's like 2021. So I just want to ask you, how do you handle tough clients if there are any? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so for, for, okay, let's go with tough corporate clients. So oh, um, okay. I got a lot of coaching from my mom. So she's mm-hmm. in the corporate world uh, mm-hmm. and she's known in her field. So she has a lot of experience dealing with corporate clients. So at the start, she taught me everything I needed to know and how to deal with tough clients. So basically, um, you just need to be very confident with what you say and mm-hmm. very sure about what you say and don't waver because they will know, they can pick up if you like, you know, if you're not sure and, and things like that, and, well, that, that's when they're going to get you. Uh, so yeah, mm-hmm. so, so just be very confident, very sure. Um, with what you say uh, I, I did have quite a difficult client before mm-hmm. um, and yeah uh, I just kind of went with it um, mm-hmm. but after that I didn't I didn't continue um, mm-hmm. with this client but yeah uh, for individual clients I don't really have a tough one so far thankful uh, thankful no, yeah, <laughs> yeah but, but even if I do um 
I will just give them some tough love and, and you know all my clients know that I care about them so they know mm. if I'm being hard it's because I care um, mm. but yeah so far there's none that really sticks out yeah mm. not, not, not really yeah that, that's good news actually that there's, there's none sticking out yeah yes. that's really cool so like because I think I, I asked that question because I think like for a lot of my friends and you know uh, for us like um, still in our final year like I think one thing we're very fearful of is like what if we meet tough people when we go out you know and how we approach that so it's really interesting to, to know that like yeah confidence is, is something that we need and like believing and trusting that we are the experts in like what we know right and oh yes absolutely and know your worth yeah, <laughs> yeah. know our worth yeah that's definitely something for us to remember yeah so like uh, aside from okay let, let's not think about tough clients like you know what are the challenges when it comes to to having your own business and you know um yeah because you i i, I do know that you you have a lot of areas to what you do you know you give corporate talks you have your clients and you also create your own content other than that also you have more stuff so like yeah what are the challenges with with all this um i guess my brain is at many places at one time <laughs> um, and because I cover a lot of topics around nutrition mm -hmm. so yeah the tough part is really juggling it and and just staying focused into the context of, of what the topic or the session is or, or whatever I'm talking about um, mm -hmm. so yeah so, so it's kind of yeah sometimes I sit down there and I'm like <laughs> everything is just up there um, yeah but yeah because I, I yeah I just, I just focus on uh, on quite a lot of areas and I do a lot of research on each individual area mm -hmm. um, so yeah the tough part is just really juggling uh, those things and just really staying focused into doing one thing first so like let's say if I, for example if I'm preparing a corporate session and then I just need to okay this is this topic I uh, just need to focus on this and then yeah just get it done and then maybe move on to something else and things like that so yeah it's just it's just trying to balance it all that I, I guess that would be the the tough part and the other thing is um, I guess it's kind of related to the, what we said before is um, well I guess for me I, I still do battle with a lot of self-doubt sometimes Mm -hmm. um, and just just a lot of mental energy that goes into running a business because there's so many things to care about right um, mm -hmm. and till this day it's still something that I deal with sometimes mm -hmm. but I've learned how to channel that energy into becoming a better person and a better dietitian so when I have a lot of self-doubt like I question myself like do I even know enough and, and that kind of thing um, mm -hmm. so instead of thinking in a negative way I would think of it as this is an opportunity to upgrade, right? It's, it's an mm -hmm. opportunity to, to learn more and to read up more and to take um, side courses if needed. Uh, so yeah, so, so that's what I've been doing as well. Wow, that's really interesting. Yeah, so it's about just like upskilling and yeah, just organizing and yeah, yes. okay. Yeah, yeah, definitely something for me to learn because I, I feel quite scattered sometimes, especially like uh, now in university, there's like so many things we have to focus on. So yeah, that's something I'll try to adapt. Yes. Mm. So I think like aside from looking at like the challenges, let's look at the brighter side. Okay. Like what are some of the most memorable moments that you've had so far? Um, I think will be just clients in terms of their progress. Um, mm -hmm. I really love... Uh, like listening to my clients and and um, saying how that I've managed to help them in their journey 
and also just reading sometimes just messages on social media they're not my clients but they will mm-hmm. um, uh, they just drop messages and say oh hey you know your social media has um, I've been able to change my habits or change my lifestyle just by following your mm-hmm. social media and, and that's it's just knowing that you, you, you're, you're able to make a, a difference and a change and mm-hmm. an impact on someone's life to me I think that is very um, that's the best uh. that's, that, that is what that really keeps me going as well and mm-hmm. for me personally um, just being able to look back at this entire journey sometimes just wild me um, I would think and, and you know sometimes I'll just think back and go like did I really do that uh, <laughs> so, so that's just quite nice to see um, because sometimes like for example running the first step uh, program and putting it out there the first time I did it and looking back right now, I'm like, why did I even dare to do that? Because, you know, you don't know the response. You don't know if anybody's <laughs> going to sign up. You don't even know you get one person, right? So yeah, yeah. Um, that takes a lot of, I guess, for as a start, if you're new to the industry, it takes a lot. Of, I guess it just takes a lot of courage to just put it out there. Um, <laughs> well, for me, at least. And and now <laughs> looking back, I'm like, I'm, I don't know. I, I don't even know whether I'll do it again. <laughs> but yeah, and, and even after that, I mentioned I, I did several rounds of it, right? So I actually did mm-hmm. it many times, um, even after that. And, and like I said, it just it just takes a lot of energy and mental energy, I guess, the most. Um, and then you couple that with like you know self doubt and stuff like that. Uh, so yeah. So after going through all of that, when you look back, it's kind of nice to see like how far you've actually come. <laughs> yeah. And now you have three programs. Oh yeah. So like that's that's such a huge change, right? Who knew in like four years you you've grown so much and you've achieved so much as well. So um, would that be how you kind of measure like your own personal success as well, like seeing clients change, or like how how would you measure your how would you measure your success? I love this question. Um, I'm just for me, it's just being happy and satisfied with what I'm doing. Mm. Um, I think that's very important. Uh, and and yeah, for me, it's also looking at my clients uh, and seeing how they are doing. To me, yeah, that 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 would be success for me. It's just yes, being able to make an impact um, on someone's lives. Wow, that that's really inspiring and that's really interesting. And yeah, it's about like putting your mark on someone's life, changing and like seeing them become someone like better, right? Yeah, that's fulfilling. That's really cool. Yeah. So I, I, I have like a few, like one more question that I kind of been thinking on, like thinking of, because like when you started your business, like were there any like unexpected things that happened? Because it was something new, right? Like like you develop your own program, then you have to like set up this whole thing. So like, yeah, was, was, there, was there any like good unexpected moments that happened? Um, yeah, so uh, good unexpected would be... Um, that my business was well received and mm. I managed to pick things up pretty quickly thanks to a lot of help from a lot of people um, and just basically word of mouth because previously I was running um, a lot so I knew a lot of people in the running community mm. and um, I, I guess that really really helped with my business in general um, mm. and and from there you know, slowly you just build, uh, you just build your clientele, and then people will talk about it. And it's really word of mouth. I feel word of mouth the 
the most powerful form of marketing. Is, yes. I mean, yeah. you can say anything, right? But <laughs> it, it's what other people say. And um, I, I do get a lot of uh, uh, referrals from like, you know, people sharing my contacts in private groups. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know of it because people just tell me like, oh, hey, I got your contact from this group. And, uh, and, and, and yeah, and, and then people, uh, a few people have mentioned like, uh, your name when I asked for a dietitian and stuff like that so yeah so, so mm-hmm. that was quite nice to see as well so um, so yeah so that was the good part uh, mm-hmm. that I sort of had a little bit of head start um, mm-hmm. into my business uh, yeah so so that was good to see as well yeah yeah oh I think like yeah I think your I think I, I see your gratefulness towards like your clients as well right because I think they as well made like a huge impact in like your business allowed you to grow absolutely and, yeah <laughs> and you learn a lot from them as well oh correct? yes yes yeah. <laughs> yeah so like um you know for like um uprising students who sort of want to maybe perhaps pursue having their own private practice like um what are some of the skills that you think are essential for a student who wants to have their own like a uh, business like you? Empathy. <laughs> mm. That's like a big one. Um, <laughs> and honesty. I feel that's very mm. important. Integrity, of course, is very, very important. Mm. And uh, I guess these few things are, are key when you want to own your own business because, well, it depends on how your business is, right? Uh, for mm. me, I am like the face of the business, so so uh, that that is quite important to start off with as well. And all your decisions that you make, all your business decisions, uh, reflects who you are and who your company is. So it's mm-hmm. very important that you choose who you want to work with. So it's not about picking; it's not about working about everybody. Um, you mm-hmm. need to also, of course, work out work with uh, reputable companies and also companies whose values align with yours as well. Mm-hmm. So it's not just going out and just, you know, picking anybody out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess those few things are very important because your company's reputation will be on the line if you don't. Um, mm-hmm. And this was something that my mom told me as well because once your reputation is ruined, it's very hard to get it back. Uh, mm-hmm. So I was very, very careful with it. And mm-hmm. just, just, yeah, just make sure that you are very clear with your values and you stick to it. And that's... Um, I guess that's very very important when it comes to running your own business because sometimes there are some mistakes that well you can recover over time with time but it, it can be quite hard with some uh, mm. uh, big ones especially yeah mm-hmm. is that like a, a common thing where like um, you f- like a common thing to face where you feel kind of like conflicted when like different people approach and then you're like you know maybe that's not right and then do, do you feel uneasy to turn these people down or or you know yourself like yeah this is not what I want to do and that's how you approach it like no <laughs> yes so I know I don't want I, I, I mm-hmm. there are some companies that I know I don't want to work with them mm-hmm. or I know that um, it's not really what I want to do so for example mm-hmm. companies who request uh, mostly for like uh, uh how to formulate their slimming teas or like mm-hmm. uh, weight loss supplements and stuff like that and I know for sure that I this is not what I want right so mm-hmm. 
um, that's that's the easy part but the hard part is just like turning them down right yeah uh, yeah uh, so just nicely uh, I've learned to to because I take things I take a lot of things quite personally and, and I feel uh, I feel for all my clients as well so, so sometimes just saying no is quite hard but um, I, I've definitely uh, learned how to do that a lot better so yeah <laughs> yeah so like you know, like, from what you just said, like, some sometimes companies approach us for something that is not necessarily the most ethical. So, like, what, uh, like, based on your experience, like, what are some of the misconceptions that people have, like, when it comes to dietitians? Oh, um, the biggest one is, I think people always think that dietitians, or this is from an individual's perspective, um, <laughs> is that we will tell them what to eat and what not to eat, and, like, we <laughs> have this fixed list for them. Uh, so because why I say this is um, I do have a lot of clients coming to me and at the end of the session they'll be like wow this is not what I expected to hear uh, mm. and then I'll be like what do you expect to hear from me and then they're like oh I, I thought you were going to give me a list of what I cannot eat and, and what I should eat uh, and it's like no that's not how it works uh, so yeah so that's one of the, the biggest misconceptions as well um, and I guess the other one is they think that you probably need to be very sick before you see a dietitian. Whether like mm-hmm. there's a problem, then when you go see a dietitian, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think those are the two kind of the two common ones. The biggest, yeah, yeah, the two biggest ones. Yeah. So the first one being that they think that we can just like give them a list, tell them what's good, what's bad, and <laughs> they they think that food has no freedom, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then the second one is that they think that they have to be like super like sick and cannot move only they, they find out like, oh, now I have to change my diet. But yeah, I think it's good for people to know that actually like you can always start having good habits. Like what Adele says, good habits can always start very early and you don't have to wait until like you totally like gone only you, you want to make changes, you know. Yeah. You want to optimize, so, optimize. Yes, <laughs> the optimize. The best possible. Yes, all right, okay. So... Um, you know, before we close, I have a few more questions. So if you can visit your younger self again, you know, maybe Adele in college days or like, you know, before you, you kind of knew where you were headed to with Nutrition Track, how would you advise yourself? I would definitely just tell myself to chill out. <laughs> um, because I'm someone who is very highly strong. I'm, a, I'm like a perfectionist. And I... How I work is that I leave no room for regrets. That's how I work. Um, so for example, if I'm in uni or in college or whatever, if I'm sitting for an exam, um, I would need to know when I go to my exam, when I'm doing it, I need to be able to tell myself that I've tried my best. Like, this is the mm-hmm. best. Like, there's no room. There's no what if um, in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, so there's no room for regrets in that sense. Mm-hmm. So after it, like whatever results I get, I know that I did my best and that's it. So that's how I kind of function. So to get there, I would really maximize everything. I would really mm-hmm. do it and go all out. Uh, so mm-hmm. that's how I've pr- approached um, pretty much the whole, uh, I think since, yeah, most, mostly since college and mm-hmm. uni and my master's, that's how I approached it. Um, and I guess my way... It, well, it works for me, but <laughs> uh, it is a bit extreme sometimes uh, because I, I do just really, really like focus. Um, and I think there is some room for flexibility in there. So that's what I would definitely uh, tell my younger self. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> you don't have to stress out. Um, mm-hmm. And I've also learned how to just 
because running your own business, right? I learned how to just start even when mm. things are not perfect. So looking back again, um, like I, I, when I look back at like the plans that I came up with and, and, mm. and, and all the other uh, resources that I had and it's like, wow, sometimes I look back and like, did I even put this out? But it's good enough, you know, because that's how you work because you will learn along the way and you will gain experience along the way and you will refine it. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah and, and and it was also nice and interesting to see that it was my clients in the, my first few clients in fact um, who also put in a lot of uh, a, a good word for me so so you know um, it's, sometimes it's not just about the plan itself it's also about also uh, about you as well um, and how you deliver your service I guess that's very important also mm-hmm. uh, so yeah so I and 100% you will learn along the way uh, when I look back as well uh, sometimes I'm like <laughs> uh, how did I even get there right? because I, I know that I didn't have enough experience back then mm-hmm. and it's so different from what I know now um, mm-hmm. but to get to this point you have to do that you have to go through all those things first before you mm-hmm. actually get here so yeah so um, it won't be perfect so if you're, you are studying your own business you know just just start. <laughs> just start. Yes, That's great advice start. for everyone yep. who, who wants to start like private practice. Just start. Follow your heart and just start and learn along the way. Yes. <laughs> yes. I remember uh, one of my lecturers said like, just bang the wall. Bang the wall and <laughs> learn. Yeah. So, you know, maybe like you don't have to bang the wall that hard. So like prepare yourself to bang the wall. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, you know, uh, we've, we've discussed a lot about the past, but I want to know, like, what's the future? So, what is the plan for Nutrition Track in, let's say, like, maybe five years? Like, where, where would you want to see Nutrition Track at in five years? Hmm. Um, so, honestly, I had pretty big dreams for the company. But after a while, I realized that I am truly satisfied with what I'm doing right now. Um, and I really, really love what I do. And because you know, when you grow a business, you are probably not going to be doing what you're doing right now. You will end up managing the company, people, aka more stress. So I find myself asking this question, is that really what I want for myself as well? Um, So yeah, I'm actually still thinking about it. So in the future, who knows, right? I may have a small team, um, but at the moment, there's no big plans in that sense um, mm-hmm. because I told myself as well that I'm definitely going to be I want to be a dietitian I want to talk to clients for at least five years in my business mm-hmm. uh, because that's where you get all your experience as well so before mm-hmm. I even go to anything I just want this time me doing the work with the clients as well um, and yeah so that's pretty much <laughs> it yeah yeah that's interesting yeah okay so like um, for like for our listeners right who um, maybe they are dietetic students or just like um, it can be anyone so like what kind of advice do you have uh, for someone who is trying to find out like what they want to do in the future because like for you you kind of knew right so like do you have any advice for these people um, yeah just go try everything uh, because you probably won't know what you like yet Mm -hmm. Um, so I actually started dietetics with a goal of focusing more on sports nutrition Um, but when I came out and when I did that I realized that 
it was not I, I still love it and I still do it but it was not as fulfilling as uh, having an impact on someone's size in terms of lifestyle change uh, mm-hmm. so like being able to influence like chronic disease risk and, and all these things and being able to see how they've just changed their life in that sense uh, it's just a different feeling it's just a different uh, kind of feeling when I get um, both are good of course and I, like I said I still do both uh, but but yeah it was through that experience that I realized that hey that was not that was like sports was actually what I wanted but I realized that that's not what I really wanted at the end um, so yeah so just try everything um, if you get an opportunity to work somewhere even if it doesn't pay well just do it because again you're collecting experience right um, mm-hmm. and just be very patient uh, mm-hmm. and just focus on doing your job well uh, not so much on the money because I mean of course money is important right um, but as my mom always say if you do your job well the money will come and she is right uh, <laughs> so so really just be honest and yourself and and yeah, people will appreciate that and um, just don't don't close yourself too much uh, yet because like I said you probably don't know you, you may find that you like it uh, so yeah just keep your mind open try um, anything and everything because you know you guys if you just graduate you're young and you have a lot to learn I can tell you that <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah definitely yeah so yeah that's it for the end for uh, end of this episode everyone I think that um, through this conversation that we've had with Adele there's definitely a lot that we can pick up on and for me personally like one major thing that I take away from today's episode is that you should always try go and experience and most importantly follow your heart so thank you so much Adele for uh, just making time for us and for speaking with us no problem. And, Thanks, yeah. <laughs> Could you maybe share with everyone, like, if they want to know more about Nutrition Track or they want to, like, uh, maybe get to know you a little bit more, how can they contact you? Um, my IG, Instagram, at uh, mm-hmm. Nutrition Track. The other one will be at NutritionTrack.women. Mm-hmm. And then my website, www.nutritiontrack.my. Um, and yeah, I guess one of those platforms you'll definitely be able to contact me <laughs> via yes. that <laughs> yeah so if you're interested in knowing uh, more about the programs that Nutrition Track has do check out Adele's social media uh, accounts and if you'd like to also know a little bit more about uh, NutriNorms and you want to hear more about our future uh, episodes you can follow us on Instagram as well at NutriNorms that's N-O-M-Z so yeah uh, thank you everyone and we'll see you in the next episode Bye. Bye.